The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'll tell you about my own family. So my grandparents came towards the end of the Holocaust. They ran away from Holland, actually, and they lived on the west side. At that time, the west side had a lot of, it was very poor. It wasn't what it is today, 98th Street and West End. It wasn't what it is today. They lived on Broadway. There were a lot of tenements there, and there were a lot of street people, Jewish street people, that used to sleep on Broadway. Broadway had benches. So Broadway was the only street the West End didn't have, and all the other streets didn't have. West, that, that Broadway had benches. So they used to sleep on those benches. I can tell you, I was a little child, and we used to go for Shabbos to my grandparents. I could not sit in their dining room. I used to eat in the kitchen. It stunk from urine and filth. So bad that these street people that my grandparents used to have them there for the meals, I gagged. We could not eat in the same room. So their grandchildren ate in the kitchen, and the poor people ate in the dining room with my grandparents. And I watched that every as I was growing up, and Pesach by the Seder, and it was, and then they had some crazy people who used to sit there. There was one guy who, who he was never a Jewish guy that wasn't so normal, and he said he worked for the FBI, and, and he told us all kinds of stories, and we talked a little bit, believed them, but we found out much later that, the whole life of a year. But that's what I saw by my grandparents. That's how my father was brought up. So I want to tell you the effect, the effect. So one day my father comes home in Muncie, my father Oliver Shaw, he's resting on Aden. So he comes home on a Sunday morning and he um, walks into the house and he's got this poor guy, also smelly, everything's ripped, yellow, like he didn't take a shower in I don't know how long. His name was Mr. Goldstein, Oliver Shaw. I was already now a little bit of a teenager, and I was like, whoa. And he, he came for breakfast. To make a long story short, for years, for years, my father picked him up on the east side every Friday, and he was in my house for Shabbos. And he was not a clean person. He, his house, his broken apartment, right, was, it was on the floor, was all like newspaper. There were rats and, and roaches. Oh, it was, he didn't pay any rent. It was a cold tenement. But no, he, my father, took every Shabbos, he was in my house, every Shabbos, we took him to shul, and my mother fed him. And there was no way if my father wasn't brought up by his parents like that, you would bring this man into your house. You, you would pay him to go somewhere else. Anyway, but you have to hear this. My mother, one day, walks into his room to clean up whatever it is. He went to my father's shul, and the Wall Street Journal was open, and there were stocks that were circled. And my mother's like, this guy's not poor. This guy's not poor. A poor guy who lives in a tenement doesn't read the Wall Street Journal. So she tells my father, this guy's not poor. And my father says, he may be, he may not, but as far as in his brain, he may be sick. But look at him. He's very poor. He lives very poor. He's freezing. He has no food, whatever it is. It didn't make a difference to my father. One iota that he had the Wall Street Journal. Anyway, to make a long story short, one day he wasn't home on Friday when we went to pick him up. To make a long story short, the New York Times came out on Sunday that there was a Goldstein that lived in this and this apartment that passed away and had three and a half million dollars in stock certificates in his apartment. It was him. He was a multi-millionaire. He was extremely sick. And I thought my father would feel like the guy beat us. You know, all these years, picking him up, feeding him, giving him food, trying to buy him clothes, whatever it was, the guy beat us. That was a millionaire, and of course, his faraway cousin got the money, whatever it was, right? And we took care of him, and his faraway, that didn't matter. He's in Ghana, my father. It didn't bother him 
an iota. Because at the end of the day, even though he had that money, he was, he was sick in his head. As far as I know, he was poor. Okay. I started teaching 36 years ago in a yeshiva called Torah Vermun in the Bronx. Torah Vermun in the Bronx, at that time in the Bronx, the Bronx was burnt out buildings. Everything was totally vacated. This yeshiva shrunk from the Bronx in the old days. It was a little yeshiva, had a couple of Jewish kids in it. These Jewish kids lived in such poverty. I never saw such poverty. Really. They were torn clothing. They came to yeshiva. I used to buy them things. This was my first, I was 20 years old. First started teaching. This is my first year in teaching. Okay. I'm all excited. I'm just married, right? My parents live in Muncie. These kids are in the Bronx. I'm like, Ta, can I bring four kids for Shabbos? My father loved kids. Yes, bring them. Right? I go pick them up. Mamish, rat infested apartment buildings. No, the same thing that that man used to live in. Very, very poor kids. Okay. Come to my house for Shabbos. They're sitting there like they never saw a silver. They never saw a dish like that. I mean, everything that they were eating was like, wow, I never had this. I never had it. And we were having such a good time with them. And Martin Shabbos, I'm going to take them bowling. I'm going to go for pizza. You know, I just started teaching. I'm very excited. Fine. So I take them out for bowling and we go for pizza. I come home. My mother says, come upstairs. We need to talk to you. Okay. I go upstairs. My mother says to me, while you were bowling, I went downstairs to the room where the kids were. Everything was flying all over the place. The parents are yekkes, so my mother liked things a little bit neater. And she said, so I folded their clothing. It's my mother. I folded their clothing to put it back in their suitcases. I opened up their suitcase, and all my jewelry was in their suitcase. And half our silver. One boy said he was sick. Hitaka said he was sick. And when we all went to shul, my mother goes to shul. We all went to shul Shabbos morning. For those three hours, he went through the house, took all my mother's jewelry, took silver, and was going to steal it. So I was like, what? I'm taking these kids home now? I was like, we are myself. My father's like, don't say one word to them. I'm like, what do you mean? I got nothing. How can I not, you know, I was just, how can I not say anything to them? Father said, when the boy opens his suitcase, he's going to see the jewelry is gone. He's going to see the silver is gone. He's going to know we caught him. He, he, knows, he knows we caught him. You don't need to embarrass him anymore. It's my first lesson in real chinuch. What are you going to scream at him? He knows. Maybe he opened the suitcase like they caught me. And all I stole. So really, now you're going to embarrass him on top of that? He knows about it. That's crazy. That's Superman. That's not normal, right? Okay, that's not normal. Fine. My mother was a little bit more upset than my father, right? Fine. He calls me in Flatbush like Wednesday. He goes, so you bring the boys for Shabbos again? I'm like, Dad. He says, don't worry. Me and Mommy will hide everything. Where does that come from? These kids came to your house. They stole everything that you have. They have no appreciation. They wanted to take all your jewelry. They came into your house. They went into your bedroom. They went into your closets. They went into your drawers. Right? They went into all your stuff. They went through your stuff and they stole it. Okay, just bring it back next time. Make sure we hide everything. Where did my father get that from? The answer is from his parents. He got that from his parents. He got that from the extra setting at the table. When, you, when you're brought up in such a way... Then that that sticks. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.